Hey everybody! Oh wait, that's not what I'm supposed to say. What's up gamers? Uh, wow, it's been a long time since we've done this, so I don't even remember what's supposed to follow this, but we'll do it anyway. Welcome to episode 29, six months later after episode 28 of the Battle Milet podcast. This is Cryosleep. Uh, for everyone who has forgotten, present company included, Battle Mallet podcast delves into the minds of four busy gamers. Uh, their annual journey to nothing, because Nova got canceled <laughs> again. <laughs> playing games that they love, or not playing games that they love, and balancing life with those games along with a global pandemic. Uh, I am Jared Johnson, and I am here with Trace Hyde. What's up, everybody? We still do this thing? Jason Murray. I think there was a face hugger in my cryo sleep container. Not sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Danny Clemens. What is time? Time is a construct. It doesn't matter. We're all just aging, and that's all that matters. Yeah. Especially uh, you. Time is a flat tell circle. Tell me about it. Yeah. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> I don't have a can to crush. That's <laughs> the most important part oh, of that. man. I could take this Gatorade bottle and just crush it while it's full. It'll be perfect. Ah, uh, yeah. So we're a podcast, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> and it's been a while since we've recorded, uh, but we finally managed to uh, lock some time down together. So we are going to do our best to kind of catch up with where everybody's been and, um, at the end, we'll we'll talk about you know what everyone can expect for the show going forward. Uh, yeah, so we'll just kick it off there. I'll kick it over to Jason. Yeah, so uh, I mean, on tonight's it, it's really just a, a catch up episode for for our listeners. Like, we'll we'll kind of go through like what we've been up to, how we kind of have been navigating gaming, COVID, life. Uh, some things that we really enjoyed over this last year or six months, and then what do we look forward to uh, in the near future? So that's kind of going to be the the format tonight, and it's just a general conversation and looking to to have some fun, getting to see my uh, three pals and and talk some games with them. So with that, Trace, what have you been up to? Uh, not not all that much um, gaming related. I mean. Gaming related, yes, not tabletop gaming related. Oh, cheater. Um, you know, it's okay, your secret's safe with me, Trace. It's fine. <laughs> I will admit to the world that I've booted back up World of Warcraft and I have no regrets. Um, <laughs> um, not even one letter? Nope. Mm-mm. No, um, I've been, most mostly what I've been doing is just painting. Um... I paint when I get the hankering to, and I try not to let it get me down that I'm not painting for an event, because that's typically what drove me in the past. Um, so with, you know, events being canceled, like some of the most fun that I have is, you know, planning out a project to try and get done by the deadline. That's just kind of what's been fun for me. But... Um, Still have been getting hobby stuff for various things like Christmas and just gifts and stuff like that. So over Christmas time, I got a whole new brand new set of paints to play with, which is the 
the Monument Hobbies Pro Pro Acryl line, if I can actually say it right. Um, Just really good paints. Maybe some of my favorite ones that I've ever used. Um, They dry really matte. And so painted up a bunch of stuff with those. I've painted up Kagger's Ravagers. I still have to put some finishing touches on the Worm Spat, which are a lot of fun. Um, I've been painting up a my starter Crusade Force for uh, Death Guard to hopefully get some games in with these fine fellas at some point soon with some Crusade games. Um, I've painted up Marvel Crisis Protocol. I've painted Magneto and some other stuff during the the COVID break. Um, so yeah, really just mostly that. Um, managed to get some games in briefly. Um, probably my, you know, some of the best things we've done is tried to get together and play some outdoor underworlds here and there. So got together on my back porch. That was a lot of fun and played some underworlds um, with Jared and Jason. Um, that was right before Direchasm came out, or right after Direchasm yeah, came out. The weekend of Direchasm. Yep. Yep. We got together and did that. So uh, it was still cold when we did that. <laughs> and it almost rained on us. And it almost rained on us, but we, we still managed to do that. And then, um, but yeah, so that's what I've been up to over the past several months is mostly painting and playing well <laughs> and playing well well awesome so you know jared danny does that translate to you guys too like i mean from a painting hobby standpoint has the lack of events been you know kind of a hindrance to painting um i mean because we all know i don't paint i just <laughs> You pay. So, you yeah. do the first three letters yeah. of paint. Yeah, but, <laughs> That's yes. right. Yeah. Boom. Jason's <laughs> had the most hobby progress of all of us because he <laughs> pays somebody true, else to yeah. do it. That's right. I don't. I don't stop. Keeps going. That's but right. Danny, I mean Danny, have you found it difficult to stay motivated? Uh, yes and no. Um, like right when everything shut down, uh, I was kind of scrambling to finish up my uh, Rip of Snarl Fangs for the. Nova Open Charitable Foundation. Like, that was kind of my main uh, stressor in my life before the world shut down, which is crazy to think about. Um, and I was kind of at that point, my thought was like, all right, I'll finish up Rippa's. And then I wanted to get 10 Crisis Protocol figures painted so that I could, I didn't have any strategy as to like what kind of team I was going to bring to Nova, but I was like, I just want to have 10 painted miniatures so I could have a painted team. And then I was going to try to just slam out some Lord of the Rings figures because they're small and I can just kind of crank those out. And that was kind of, I had, I think at this point, kind of like four months to kind of do that. And that was, it felt doable. Uh, and I say all that because I I think, I don't think that I would have particularly enjoyed the pressure of that. Um, and so having this year to kind of clear out some things from my my backlog of things that I wanted to get done that I can now just kind of I didn't have to worry about getting them done by the first of September I could just kind of do them as I please has been kind of nice um, but at the same time like I haven't touched a Lord of the Rings miniature because I only play Lord of the Rings at Nova you know like I don't, yeah. I don't none of you guys play it we don't get together to play it so I don't have like a motivation other than to look at it but at the same time I've definitely gotten in touch with the 
uh, the like the soul of my gaming because like I started this hobby as a collector. Like I I collected miniatures and painted them for over a decade before I ever even played my first game of 40k. And that was how I started this. And so, like, I bought I bought a cabinet. I have a nice glass cabinet now, like you do, Jason, with my miniatures in it. And I've got them all organized and their little squads and everything. And, like, looking at that makes me happy. My dog agrees, if you can sure. hear her in the background. <laughs> um, That's just the battle mallet hitting every finger. That's yes, exactly what yeah. it is. So that's the... Uh, <laughs> is, is this the... It's it, it's actually come on, it is actually a Wakanda nice. <laughs> like frisbee. Oh, that's, that awesome. she's um, that's my dog Shuri. Uh, she is having a grand old time. Um, but like it, in a weird way, I've kind of have enjoyed the lack of gaming pressure. Yeah. But at the same time, like I miss it because I haven't. I when we sat down to to do this podcast, I kind of wrote down like, Oh, what have I done this year? And it was like, all right, well, like I finished the, the Ripa's, uh, I bought Indomitus assembled half of it and then never touched it. <laughs> like I, I bought the space Marines codex. I barely read it. Cause I like flipped through it. And I was like, Oh, this is a lot of the same stuff that's been in the last four space Marine codexes for fluff. So <laughs> don't need to read that again. Uh, I bought, uh, I think Jason's only knows about this. I bought the blood angels codex, because oh. I was like, you know what? I was like, I was like, you know what? I I love the Ultramarines. Ultramarines are my favorite, but like they play very, they're they expect you to be geniuses, like the way to they play, because that's what they are. And I just want to run at something and smash it. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? I'll just take my hand at Blood Angels because I can just run at things and smash them. That sounds like nice. the one trick pony that I would enjoy. And so I bought the Blood Angels Codex and read that from front to back, painted the legs of a dreadnought. Nice. And they did nothing else. <laughs> nice. Um, I bought, I made a crusade list for it. Uh, I'm still waiting on the ATV to get here. Uh, my chaplain on bike just arrived on Thursday. I ordered that on November 1st. <laughs> um, wow. I painted a lot, uh, not a lot, but a lot for me of crisis protocol figures. I painted black Panther, Hulk, rocket, Groot, Drax, and, uh, especially the smoke on star lord that smoke <laughs> that smoke is great uh that's a running inside joke uh if you haven't been on the discord that is basically i painted everything but the smoke and every time i post a picture of it jason's like man the smoke looks so good so good <laughs> and it doesn't bother me at all i swear yeah um, <laughs> um and then like i i bought and assembled thanos in the black order and i just started my charity piece for this year uh, and that's it. Like I haven't done a lot, but it has felt good in a weird way to not have yeah. the pressure, but at the same time, not having the pressure has definitely slowed me down. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that for sure. Danny, it's not been bad to not have the pressure, but there's not been something for me to work for. Too. Yeah. I absolutely would have done probably like 300% more yeah. if I had Nova last year. But at the same time, I don't know, that might not be true because uh, after Nova last year, I definitely took like three to four months of just not touching anything because I was kind of burned out by that point. Like I thoroughly enjoyed Nova, but the the build up to it, I was pretty ragged and trying to get things painted. And I was like, I just need to not look at my paints for a yeah. minute. And 
yeah. that hasn't happened this year because I've been able to kind of do it on my own pace. So maybe maybe that's not true. Maybe I'm being harsh on myself. But it feels like I've been less productive. Nice. Yeah. Jared, what have you been up to? I mean, painting, right? ton of it. Uh, I, I think since the last time we recorded, I think I have primed some miniatures and did some test flesh tones for uh, Yanari. And that's it. So... Hobby-wise, I sold all of my mini marines and bought a bunch of Dark Eldar and Eldar with the thought of running Yunari because I read a Yunari book, um, and that's uh, that's a theme that's been going on for me is reading. But then it turns out that they don't play on the tabletop the way that I want them to. So, but it doesn't matter because we're not playing anyway. So <laughs> it's fine. Um, but I, I've actually been doing a lot of reading uh, of Games Workshop literature um, for me. Like, because uh, I was not a huge reader of the the side fiction before. Uh, but when we went to Nova, I think we got the Inferno Volume 1, which mm-hmm. is like an anthology of short stories set across like the entirety of Games Workshop universe other than Lord of the Rings because I imagine that they probably are not allowed to write about Middle Earth <laughs> in any shape or form. I've heard the um, it's a little strict about that. Yeah. Just a little. But but since then I have purchased the rest of the Inferno anthologies and I'm on book three. Um, and it's been interesting to read like I read a, a Necromunda short story that was really good and I would probably have never decided to read a Necromunda short story because I'm not invested in that universe at all. Um, but I've built some miniatures, so I've built some Marvel Crisis Protocol. Um, I think I have probably done the best on self-control when it comes to purchasing Marvel Crisis Protocol miniatures because I believe that I own the starter <laughs> and then the X-Men and Brotherhood of uh, Evil Mutants steal um, i don't own a single mutant nice Not like one. we're in versus you. <laughs> hey um, I, I curbed i stopped after the mutants i have not bought anything since the mutants although cable is i'll be purchasing cable for sure yeah I'll, yeah um jason's like I, I haven't i haven't drank since yesterday right <laughs> <laughs> but i um I don't think I realized how important gathering to play was to my painting. Like, Mm. I am not a collector at all when it comes to that. Like, I purchase and paint things to be game pieces. I think what happens is that I get excited about a miniature and, like what it means for my army or what it means on the tabletop. And that makes me, you know, push to paint it better to like, like a collector level, I would say. And I, and I get excited about pushing things to that level, but it has never been more obvious to me how important gathering to play with my miniatures is to my painting motivation than the past six months. Um, and and I don't really like it. Like, I enjoy, when I'm doing it, the creative outlet that is painting. 
I enjoy kind of the the project aspect of it. The here's a you know it's not a blank canvas, but a metaphorical blank canvas of nothing that I then create into something in a fairly short amount of time, really. And I really in, know that mentally I enjoy that, but I just have no motivation in the past six months to do any of that. And and I don't like it. I mean, that's a great insight. And I think that we've, we've all seen that. We've all kind of fallen into a hobby uh, primary. Like, you know, like... Danny always was drawn to kind of the the historic setting painting, right? Yeah. Trace has always been a painter. He, he sees a shiny thing, he paints. Like, that's what he does, right? But I think, you know, for you, Jared, you enjoy the hobby, but it is gaming, and I am 100% the game, right? And a collector. Like, I have a, a Switch that I have to own it all, and I need to own it now just in case, and, you know during COVID for me, like it, that, that switch was paused. It really was in the beginning of the year. I think we've seen that through the shows in the beginning of the year and the beginning of COVID. I didn't buy a lot. And then Indominus hit and I went freaking nuts and bought all the Necrons and all the space Marine stuff. But then it like shut down, right? Like I was like, why do I need all this stuff if we're, if we're not playing? So yet again, I am, um, I am not purchasing other than Warhammer Underworlds because it continues to be my, uh, plastic crack of choice. Uh, I love that. Love that game. I play it online often. Um, you know, although I have not even filed the new cards away from the Ravagers, so maybe I'm starting to 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 break a little bit. But um, you're not. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, I definitely played a lot of games with the the uh, with Slanesh here, uh, so it's. Still, still my favorite favorite game of choice, and uh, I mean, other than that, it's just been you know for the last six months, it's been trying to find that balance as we've all had different life events kind of come up, you know, outside, uh, whether it's been work for a lot of us, uh, you know, things happening uh, there, good things for 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 all of us uh, in work, uh, whether that's been family changes, uh, dealing with. COVID restructures, um, you know, as Trace mentioned, like we have gotten together to play a few times, but uh, nowhere near what anything was, even, uh, you know, even at the tail end or the, the I should say the beginning of COVID, right? So uh, the hobby has definitely changed for me. Like I want to get back to painting, but like you guys, I just, I need that motivation. Like it sucks for me even when we're not, in COVID, I, you know, love commission painting, but every once in a while I will break out a brush and paint and there's no need to now at all. Um, <laughs> so that'll kind of, you know, transition me like into the next question is like, how have you navigated COVID and gaming? Um, you know, and I'll, I'll start kind of kick this one off and it's been cautious. Like for me is if I was in one word, it would be, it would be cautious. Uh, you know, with my job, I see a lot of people every single day. So to bring that that exposure to my friends has been a been a real struggle. So um, 
Uh, there hasn't been a lot of gaming in COVID other than the virtual kind. Uh, but the gaming that I've gotten during COVID has been phenomenal. It's been, it has come at the perfect times where maybe mentally I've been the most stressed or the most down on, you know, this thing that feels like it's never going to end, uh, you know, and to, to roll some dice and kind of have that experience. Uh, it's been fantastic and it's, you know, it's kept my love of the game and really for, you know, for the love of my, my friends. So, you know, that's where I stood with navigating COVID and gaming. Um, Danny, we'll go back to you. Cause I'd love to hear how you've been gaming during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a cynical question at all, is it? Not, that's just a nice, tame, honest, open question. <laughs> Glad to be here, Jason Murray. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I, so I have absolutely, I've always maintained my World of Warcraft addiction, but it, that has been my main source of quote-unquote gaming, because I know that doesn't qualify under the question that you said, but that's what I've spent a lot of my uh, time scratching that itch, like that time of like strategic thinking and working as a team and all that stuff has been with my guild. Um, but in the context of actual tabletop and board gaming, um, I live farther away from you guys and I don't play Underworlds. And so I haven't gotten together with anybody to play a tabletop game. That is not something I have done since... I think over a year. Like I don't think I, I I don't think I played anything in March of last year, and so like I have not, other than like a few games of Crisis Protocol with my wife, which are you know, just kind of laid back and that was that was fun and we did that throughout the beginning of the pandemic, but kind of wheedled off a little bit as you know, the novelty of the pandemic wore off, right? Like the beginning of the pandemic, there was a novelty value to it. Like that sounds cheap and and awful to say, but I don't mean that to discount the tragedy of it, but for those of us that were lucky enough to not be physically impacted by it, like people were, you know, like learning to make beer and like doing all these like little crafts to like, cause they're like, well, I have all this time and I'm stuck in my house. And so there was a, a certain amount of time where like we were doing that and it was fun, but then the reality of the pandemic and like the grind of it set in and it became something like Sarah and I haven't played a lot of board games in general. Uh, because it's just the two of us and like I have uh, kind of a bubble of friends here in Durham that are not gamers by any stretch of the imagination and I'm kind of they joke because I'm always like hey let's play this board game that I bought and they're totally right they're like they always enjoy it but they're like the reason why you do this is because it you get to pretend you're a teacher again for three hours and you get to teach us <laughs> new and I was like you know what like that's absolutely fair um so like I've had a, a couple of board game nights with some friends and um, played a, like so played Crisis Protocol, played Marvel Legendary, uh, which is a game that's very important uh, between my wife and I. So that game will never go out of style. Um, and we played uh, some small, gotten into like a lot of small kind of like small box games like Age of War, um, which is like a it's a dice matching game kind of thing. Uh, a game called Infinity Gauntlet, which is based off of Love Letter, which is a really simple card game. It's like each card has a value and a, uh, uh, an action, and you choose to play either the value or the action. And the value is how you win like head-to-head, and actions are how you initiate head-to-heads. 
And so like the head to heads are always on like your highest values. So like you have to make this choice. Like, am I going to hold on to it and hope that somebody's going to call me out or do I call them out and then hope that they don't have something good. And so we played a lot of that, um, a game, party game called Anomia, which is just, I cannot wait to play it with you guys because it's a laugh a, a, a minute. Like it is the funniest game ever. Uh, it has, it's just cards and the cards will have like a symbol, like, like a square, a circle, a triangle, an X. And it'll say like, um, it'll be like a circle that says laser noise. And then a square <laughs> that says like, uh, terrible job. And then this next card is an X and it'll be, uh, like worst president. And it, if you match cards, like if the two X's are in an, an immediate duel, and the first person to, to come up with something for the other person's cards, like if Trace sees mine that says laser, Trace goes pew pew before I can think of the worst president, Trace steals my card. But if underneath that card is a square, it starts another head to head with the, with another person that has the square. And so like everybody has to be watching everything and your brain will sit there and be like, pew pew, man, just say pew pew. And your tongue <laughs> is going like, that's awesome. <laughs> so it's super fun, super quick, super easy. Uh, we played some Men at Work, which you guys have played, uh, which is also super fun. Uh, but like the kind of weird, strange ray of light of this whole thing is, as I just said, like I used to be a teacher, and a lot of my students now are out of college. They're in their mid twenties, like they're full blown adults. And so every now and then, one of them will friend me on social media, and I was like, "Oh, that I like that kid. That kid seemed like he was all right. How's he doing?" And I'll, I'll accept it. Some of them don't care. Don't want to know. Like you stay <laughs> over there. Yeah. And there's this uh, one student that I always really liked him. And we, we became Instagram friends like, a couple of years ago. And within the last year, he started posting on his Instagram stories uh, that he, he's gotten really into Dungeons and Dragons, which, you know, kid from the Bronx getting a Dungeons and Dragons all for it. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. But what he's gotten especially into was the miniatures and painting them. Nice. And so, like, he had no idea. Like, he's just posting it off into the ether. No idea that his former teacher is a complete and total... Well, maybe he had an idea that I was a nerd, but he didn't know that I was, like, a miniature painting nerd. That kind of nerd. Yeah. And so, like, I started commenting, and I was like, hey, like, I'm not trying to blow up your scene, but, like, I can tell you're new at this. I've been doing this forever. And so if you ever want to talk about it, like, if you ever have any questions or ideas, like, hit me up. I'd be happy to chat with you. And so we've kind of been talking more and more, like not a ton, you know, like every couple of weeks, like he'll post something or like, he'll ask me a question and we, we chit chat about how to paint fire. Cause like, that's a very tricky one. My mm-hmm. friend, like that is, that's it's backwards. It's completely backwards. And like, he sent me some pictures. I was like, this looks good. I would try that. And, and it's been a really fun kind of thing to be like, huh, this n- next generation of nerds that I can help shepherd into the future has been it's awesome yeah a real ray of light in this that's cool that's really cool i like it well they're not been lots of board out. games yeah lots of <laughs> games. no tabletop like honestly i think you could probably there's probably 10 or fewer games of crisis protocol and then yeah. games. no 40k no lord of the rings actually i actually had this question while you were chatting earlier are my rats even legal anymore in yes yes okay. and they're they're actually pretty 100 percent legal so i just was i know that they've started to like they started to answer that question of like what's going to happen as we keep introducing things and i kind of skimmed yeah. that article in the summer and i was like i don't even know if my stuff would be yeah. even be played 
Uh, so it, you just rotate out the, the seasonal cards. It's like so, the big box. Yeah, like the, the universals rotate out, but the warbands live on forever. Oh, that's cool. That's smart. Yeah. I like that. So, yeah, so Jared? Your, fac- your faction cards stay the same. So, Jared, how, what's been your biggest thing on Novigate, Novigate, Novigating this time? <laughs> navigating this time like with COVID and, and getting some games in. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think the, the games that we played, you know, I mean, you, you mentioned it, safety, right? So we've been able to gather together a handful of times, but it's been outdoors, masked up, or in a garage with the garage door open, masked up. Um, so it was it was going, I mean, it was pretty frequent, maybe like once every three weeks there for a little while. Um but, and I don't know if this had come up in the podcast, mm-hmm. um, but probably not. At, at some point during the lockdown, my wife got pregnant. What? I, I read that there, there that that was happening less and less, Jared. Well, like in in the country, in the world, you're a big buck in the trend, iconoclast. Yeah. Well, that's me. Bucking. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I said that word on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm now a statistic, right? So we'll have a, you know, in in 13 years, we'll have a quarantineager in our house. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so my, my daughter was born uh, a month and two days ago. So for the probably the first couple months of, of 2021, we were pretty well locked down because i had a pregnant wife and and then like you know for the couple of weeks leading up to her birth in february we were very locked down because the baby could come at any time Um, but i feel like leading up to that we did pretty well i did i did get to sneak out one time uh in february as kind of probably the last hurrah because at that point there was no real end in sight we thought we were just going to be locked down forever um, but I played some 40k, played some Underworlds, played some Warcry. Um, not a whole lot on the online scene, which when we were gathering in person to play Underworlds, I was pretty involved in playing online. But that I th- just, again, it goes back to I think being able to play in person is motivating to like every part of the hobby for me, and that includes gaming. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's been, it's been a lot slimmer than normal. And then I think like Danny, um, you know, the novelty of, of the lockdown, you know, it meant Danielle and I were playing board games a little more frequently, um, bought an expansion to Splendor, which is a, you know, a quick little game and, and it added some new ways to play that. And we played those and then bought a, a game called Tiny Towns and played it wrong but it was a lot of fun and then we played it kind of right the second time and it was still fun and then we played it completely right following all the rules and my wife didn't like it as much anymore um so you guys should but, make your own game yeah right that's game what we designers. should do yeah they did play a game of their own design yeah or just or <laughs> well, just go back that's not their own design that's no. been designed for yeah that's a, that, that game has existed for thousands and thousands of years um 
But um, like Trace, I got back on the WoW train, um, and I think it has scratched an itch uh, for me in that regard. But that has dropped off of late because I am now getting non-consecutive hours of sleep because I have a newborn in the house, and so even that has has dropped off lately. Uh, yeah. So, it's been tough. I have not enjoyed it. Um, one thing that has cropped up is we have a Switch, and my son is now six, and so is able to kind of play games on the Switch. Um, and so, you know, we would play... Mario Kart, and, you know, it was pretty regular as a family. So, like, even my four-year-old daughter, you know, can she can steer a Mario Kart. She doesn't win any races, but she can steer the cart. She rides them <laughs> rails, huh? Yeah. Rides the rails. Well, well, and sometimes she forgets to even hit the gas pedal. But she's still moving. <laughs> because that's how they do it in Mario Kart 8 on the Switch. Um, and, you know, we've been playing the, whatever, the new Super Mario Bros. U like that's a four-player Mario game, and so mm-hmm. for the super easy levels, even my daughter can she can walk and jump. Uh, but the latest one has been Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three. Hell yeah, I love that game. Just it's press so buttons, good, man. It's yeah. So, good. so we so we picked it up, and um, and I just have to laugh every now and again because it's it's me playing. Like, and I played Marvel Ultimate Alliance One and Two. Yes. Um, it's Kyle pointed in the corner, not even doing anything. Well, it's not that he's stuff. not doing anything. Press X and Y so does. we can do the ultimate, Kyle. <laughs> press it. <laughs> that's exactly what I tell James. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care where you are. Just press this two buttons together. Yeah. No. So my <laughs> son's favorite thing to do is he loves all of this. He loves the spider characters. Spider-Gwen, yeah. Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Venom. And he loves them because they can swing. They can web swing. You hold down A, your jump button, and they swing. And so you guys aren't, you know, anybody listening isn't going to get the visual of this. But uh, what you have is me trying to fight the bad guy, usually a boss. <laughs> and my son is over in the corner mm-hmm. and he's just going flip, 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 <laughs> flip around in a circle. And he's like, Dad, they're not even hitting me. I'm just dodging all the attacks. And I'm like, you're right, buddy. But you're also not fighting the bad guy. And when you... Flip around the room, it spins the camera around yep. while your dad's trying to fight the bad guys. Um, I actively encourage James to do that because otherwise he just like faces into the corner, and, yeah, like doesn't do anything, and then he gets but, killed. <laughs> yeah, but he's actually so we started a save game, and my son is actually he will like get on the switch like during like screen time, like his his screen time, and he gets on the switch and he's like playing through the game. He's unlocking characters. So, like, I don't know where we're going to be in the story the next time we play together. Because, like, I don't know. <laughs> did he defeat Ultron? Did he defeat Ultimo? I asked him today, did you did you beat Ultimo? He said, no, Dad. Ant-Man fought Ultimo. But we were on the roof, and we had to shoot guns to get his purple bar down. And I'm like, and that's actually been one of my favorite things about buying Marvel Ultimate Alliance, is he is asking tons of questions about Comic book like characters. Comic book characters. Mm-hmm. Like you he sat had... down and you were like, "Son, I can't accurately answer any of these questions without talking to you for like an hour." That's right. Because they all have five origins <laughs> and three different directions that they go in. <laughs> but he was like, "Dad, how does Venom make ink go on the floor and then chomp up out of the ground?" 
And I'm like, well, buddy, <laughs> do you remember the episode of Octonauts where they talked about symbiosis? And he was like, what? I'm like, the episode with the crab and the sea anemone. And he's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, well, I've got a story for you. <laughs> <laughs> do you like that? You might really like this. That's right. So so that's been fun. And it's, you know, it's been fun to be able to do that. Um, but yeah, tabletop gaming has been nil. And I am on the fence about signing up for the online league. Because I think I'm at the point where I might just need to do something to get some sort of, even if it's is fun. yeah, even if it's online, get yeah. some kind of tabletop gaming in, particularly for Underworlds. Because I think it is. Actually, I was thinking about this the other day, and I think one of my favorite things about Underworlds, beyond the short time span is I feel like it's a game that like within the people that I play with like, everybody can win right like there's not this oh I bought the wrong army I'm never gonna win when we play together like I just I own an outdated army my codex is out of date or poorly written or whatever or my battle tome you know for Age of Sigmar doesn't work like it just uh, like the army doesn't click or the models that i think are cool don't work like that's not the experience in underworlds um because there's i mean i own every army right i own all the war bands so if there's one that doesn't click i can pick something else um but it but there's a, a positive play experience i think for everybody that plays at some point while we play um so with that in mind i should I think I'm, I'm leaning towards signing up to play in the online stuff just to get some more tabletop stuff going. Nice. And then that, the deck talks start. That's right. <laughs> it's Jason's favorite part. It is. It is my favorite part. So that and rules interpretation. Those two things are <laughs> dive into those rules. Uh, Trace, anything different there? Like, I mean, like any large decisions on how you navigated, like, playing or is it i know the wow you talked about that like anything to to add um not not really um no i I think i think between jared and danny like i think we covered everything that probably i i feel about it Um, So, so then let me hit you with this during covid Right or the last six months since we recorded, what has been your favorite gaming moment? Um, probably. I mean, just getting together with you guys probably is my favorite gaming moment. Just the 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 back porch, the back patio night was a lot of fun when Dire Chasm came out because that was just like a big, that was just a big event for all of us and having the ability to do it. And um, just getting together to talk shop and stuff like that was a lot of fun. Um, uh, my my, yeah, you guys know me too. Like I'm looking for, I have hobby ADD. 
And so no. I always look for Wait, new, new projects to do. Um, and, you know, there's been a couple times where there's almost been mistakes that have been made. Um, where I've listened to a book or whatever and gotten inspired and <laughs> almost almost started a new a new force of some kind but luckily those those breaks have been pushed enough to to do that i did buy i did buy some more um crisis protocol minis i've got most of the spider-man the crime syndicate stuff so i've got kingpin and um i think about taskmaster and some other stuff like that too but i'm looking forward to playing that more so danny if you would like to play crisis protocol at some point um I am more than happy to accommodate you. If the day ends in Y, my man. Okay. I'm a big a fan of that game. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I got a shiny new Magneto painted up, so I'm looking forward to putting him on the table. Um, uh, you can't match Star-Lord's smoke, so... No, oh, yeah. no, no, Nothing no. Does. No, no, <laughs> no. The metal, the metal constructs are painted, so there's, <laughs> there's no way that, that we can compare. Or Rocket's Teeth. One of the, I mean, either one of those like were just painted beyond belief. That was maybe the most that embarrassing gaming moment of my life. <laughs> like, I could not believe. That. Like, I looked at it, and I, I showed Sarah. I was like, hey, I just posted this. You What's wrong say, with it? anything wrong with it? And she looked at it, and she was like, oh, his mouth. I was like, yeah. Yeah, didn't notice that until just now. <laughs> Gaping okay. black hole that was Rocket's mouth. It's all right. We I've done it before too. It was getting there. <laughs> Truly. No. But but no. I mean the gaming the favorite gaming moment was definitely just the the brief moments that we've been able to to see each other has really been my favorite points of all this. It wasn't that one time when we were in the middle of the woods. And you're about to lose to Nurgle and Warhammer Underworlds, and uh, we got a phone call that water was coming out of the ceiling. That that wasn't your favorite part of the entire year. You know the the Jason and Trace escape getaway weekend was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh man, people don't even know about that far story. They don't. Yeah, so that that was probably one of the highlights of the year i don't know that i would say that that's favorite <laughs> but highlights yes so so to bring everybody up to speed because nova didn't happen and we did mention it on a previous episode we scheduled a getaway for the for the group and at a cabin in the mountains of north carolina it was supposed to like it was the same weekend of nova um and then because life got in the way, I mean, someone farted on a pillow and got pink eye. No, that uh, is not the oh, order of events. No. <laughs> the farting on the pillow came after. <laughs> no, I had a corneal abrasion that yeah. started pink eye. Thank you. Yeah. Because my yeah. eye was no longer smooth. It was coarse. And it hurt. So, so one person abrased. could Because... Pink eye, and then another one had family obligations creep up. So Trace and I, like, you know, yeah, hobby broke back, back, hobby broke back, mountained it for three days in a cabin. So yeah, there was lots of 40k played then, which was a lot of fun. Um, but I'm glad I suggested for us to pack up 
the night before we were supposed to leave because as we sat down to play a game of Underworlds for the for I it's the first time I'd put a warband on the table in months and months and months. Start rolling dice. I'm doing reasonably well with the warband that I brought. And then my wife calls and says, Hey Trace, why is the um why is there water coming through the ceiling? And I said, Shit. And we're FaceTiming. And, you know, we have my, my wife go upstairs to the attic and turn off the water main to the to the hot water heater because our hot water heater had ruptured. Um and why North Carolina and all these builders just in general put the hot water heater in the highest spot yeah, of the, the house? Attic. I have no clue. Like put it in the garage. Anyway, so got you know, tried to manage navigate that on the way home and we packed up everything as quick as possible and Got in the car, and I got home. It was like what two o'clock in the morning. We got home, something like that. It was it, it was definitely late, and it was a uh, was a great ride home. Yeah, very fast. Yeah, it was <laughs> quite it was quite speedy. Um, was calling you know calling Rotor Rooter on the way home and seeing if they can come out and see if there's anything that they can do in the short term, and so that was fun. Yeah. Um, Nice. Yeah. So that yes, that was that was a highlight. I don't know that that particular moment <laughs> was my favorite moment though. Um, yeah. Jared, Jared, what about you? Any particular favorite like dice rolls, games, events? Um, so I think versus him. Jared, let me win a game versus him. There you go. There, that's favorite moment. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure that was his favorite. No, it was my favorite because I haven't <laughs> beat Jared, but like maybe two times ever in Underworlds for whatever reason. Yeah. I think the so I think the last time we got together to play Underworlds, Jason, I think you and I traded telegraphed crits, like crits to win a game. Yeah, we did. Um, and I, I mean, that's always just like. I mean, it's that like that's I mean that's the memorable moment, right? Like, and that's I mean that's always fun for me when it, when when, not when I call it, but like when you call it, you know, <laughs> you say you're gonna roll a crit right here, you're you're gonna do it. Like I need like, this game is in the bag if you don't roll the crit. Like, and it's a one in six chance, but you're gonna but do you're it. Gonna you're gonna, gonna do roll it a anyway. crit, and then I roll, and it's a crit, and it's on <laughs> one dice. But then, I, I I think literally the next time we played, it was like. I think I said the same thing. I'm like, you're going to crit this out. Like, I need you to not to. Like, that's that's it. That's all I need you to do is roll not a crit, you know. Bam. But then Stuck crit. Stuck it. Um, but I, and I think, because we've brought this up before in the show, is like celebrating you know, those big moments for your opponent. And, uh, you know, I, I think, I don't know if it's just because we haven't played together a ton, but, uh, you know, I really enjoyed doing that for each other when we played last um was being able to just just like go nuts when you roll a crit and have you go nuts for me when i roll a crit instead of it being like this stressful no i flipped the table through the models at you and kicked you out of the house that's true well i was already out of the house you just kicked me out of the garage <laughs> yeah get out of the garage and i close the garage door on top of you as you like yeah, walk out good. 
No, I will say that those moments came a lot easier the last time, for sure, for all of us, I think. Like, just yeah. the enjoyment of playing superseded any of the, the you know, diehard competitiveness. Yeah. Danny, your favorite thing was getting, what, the 10 out of a 10 on some raid in some game? Is that... <laughs> that was that was my favorite World of Warcraft moment. Thank you. Yes, uh, I appreciate you acknowledging it. Um, you know, I had to change classes and specs, and I did my whole thing, and I really helped my team. But it's fine. You know, it's fine. It's totally. Fine. <laughs> oh no! What class did they make you reroll? I actually didn't make me change class, but they made me change to marksman. Didn't make me. Asked me to, and it was just actually really nice because it was like, yeah, I'm, I'm that good that I can do that. So. I'll oh. And my DPS increased twelve hundred. It did not. DPS. My DPS went down. It was just a matter of. Uh, it was a technical thing. It wasn't CCs. nah CCs I had. It was just getting those ranged ads on phase two of Denathrius. So, oh uh, yeah. So I was BM, and that's all. Oh, you're fit. Oh wait, wait, what are we talking about? Jason we, likes we... to pretend like he didn't used to play World of Warcraft. It's <laughs> it's fine. Uh, no, but in in actual like in our terms of of what we talk about on this podcast in tabletop and, and board. My, I'll say board gaming because I don't shut up about board gaming. Um, my favorite moment actually came when uh, we had just like a random, I think like Friday, I made soup and baked bread and we had a ton of it left over. And so Sarah was like, hey, why don't you call our friends that live down the road? And that's kind of in our bubble and see if they want to come over and we'll we'll pawn the rest of the soup and bread off on them because the two of us are never going to eat it all and maybe we'll play a board game or something and we played uh infinity gauntlet which again i said is this game based off of love letter if you're familiar with that either way highly recommend it and it was really great because uh we played the game and i explained it and there was this kind of look on their face kind of like i don't know what's happening and i was like just trust me it's really simple it'll make sense as we go and the first game ended and you could see the switches had flipped in both their mm-hmm. heads and there was this kind of moment of like, oh, I get it. I get it. And the way Infinity Gauntlet works is like one person plays as Thanos and then everybody else, you know, how many of our players play as the Avengers. And so there was a moment where like you could see it click. And my buddy was like, I want to play again. And his wife was like, yes, let's do it. And then the second game ended and he was like, I want to play as Thanos now. And it like, and you, you could see the gears start to turn and there was this moment of like, no, I understand how this works and I want to I want to I want to try this. I want to try that. And it was just this really f- pure gaming moment of just like there was no competition, there was no bullshit. It was just like the game caught him and it was like let's let's keep going because I it was like I think like every game ended and he was like I think I can do better. I think I can do better. And eventually he ended up you know winning the 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 last game and and then the the kind of coda to this whole thing is like we found out weeks later that they had had just like a terrible day with COVID stuff and everything like that in their family. We had no idea. It was just they're like, hey, let's just call and see if they want to come over. And like they got to escape for that night and just pretend mm-hmm. that they were superheroes and, and play the game. And it was just one of those things where like it just worked. Life just worked for, you know, six hours. And and that's definitely my favorite gaming moment of the year because it's, it's, it was everything I love about it. There was no drama. The games facilitated it facilitated the the community and it was just great it was awesome that's really cool like that's cool to hear that during this covid times um so for me my favorite gaming moment right like 
does anyone want to take a guess like underworlds related favorite gaming moment i mean it's just the greatest game ever uh believe it or not was not underworlds related this year so my favorite gaming moment and we really haven't had enough time to talk about it and we won't get into detail here tonight but is i found my love for 40k again and it really really came from uh you know the the weekend away uh with trace and it the reason that it reset 40k for me is because i stopped paying attention to the rules like when we played that weekend and even the the few games after with jared although jared definitely did not enjoy those games because <laughs> it was one-sided um space marines because <laughs> space marines yeah it like i just like i don't know all the rules and i started to play for the narrative of the game again and the crusade just like designing your crusade army and getting the stuff and having people level up and all this like narrative style of 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 play mechanics and not knowing what the rules are, and I, you know, and we had enough time during the, the that that trip where you could spend all day to play two games or three games. It reminded me why I loved 40k. It reminded me why I got into tabletop gaming. Um, so, really, for our listeners, if you haven't given 40k a try, like. The new the new crusade system is awesome. If you do not game it now, Trace and I and Jared, like we found ways that you could totally game the crusade system and just break it for your opponent. But if you play the the uh, in the spirit of what that narrative game is, they've really captured the universe. And um, you know, I can't wait to play again. But under the guidelines that I'm not rushed, like it really may not be for many months where I get to play 40k again but I look forward to it because I won't go over all the rules and I'll make mistakes and the game will take forever but (laughs) darn it it feels like when I started playing 40k uh, to begin with so um, so I guess by what I'm trying to say is COVID allowed me to unplug from that game enough to find my love for the game again so that's great like and i think i think i haven't played 40k in forever forever and i don't have a particular urge to but i found the uh like the crusade building very intriguing and i enjoyed doing it and coming up with a name for my crusade and and the characters and all that stuff and i can absolutely see where i would love playing that style and i think it's really good because i think games workshop since probably like seventh edition has been fishing for a way of playing that was like just play the game you know like they had the i forget what it was called but like the unbound rules yeah where like you could just bring whatever right and then they they switched to power level and they've been fishing for this kind of thing because the game has taken on its own life in a lot of ways and i think there's a lot of kind of culture around it in the sense of like what you expect from a game of 40k and how you expect the rules to be kind of litigated and things like that and i think games workshop has really fished for like a just put the the damn miniatures on the table and go pew pew and if you're saying that they found that that makes me so happy yeah i'll i'll echo jason like the the crusade rules and danny it's definitely what it is like if you if you are the person who loves to um, 
name all your dudes and um, try and find a way to make them, whether that's the tactical correct decision or not, force them into a situation where they can take on a, something they shouldn't have taken on or fight the enemy warlord. Like that's totally what this is for. Like, um, because you can get rewarded for that. So like you can select a, um, you can select a, what are they called? Not stratagem. A warlord trait. No, no, no. It's like the, goals, like it. Right? Yeah, I forgot the name of it. But yeah. um, uh, like a specific mission for your warlord, um, and you don't share that with Jason. But an it would agenda. Be, yes, yeah, an agenda. That's so right, your yeah. agenda could be your warlord kills the enemy warlord, and that is like your only goal for the game. Um, if you achieve that goal, you get experience points for it, and you can make your guy like. You can give him a piece of equipment, or you can, depending on what it, what it is. But it's it's very it's very rewarding. It's it's like a level up system for the game, and yeah. I, I, it, it's very fun. And I think probably my favorite moment of all of that with Jason was us sitting at the same table with all these books everywhere, yeah, <laughs> and like naming people and writing this stuff down and creating our crusade lists together was probably my favorite part of all that. Um, and like rolling na- random name generators for our characters. And then <laughs> Jason being like, Nope, <laughs> no, no, he, he embraced it, but there was a couple times that he tried to find a, a name and it was just, you know, it was just like, he couldn't find appropriate names for dreadnoughts. It's like they're, they're interned, heroes just name of a hero's name um so it was yeah i get very specific when i go all in danny like i'm not creative enough to think of a name but like i'm like uh, to the 10th degree i gotta find the name of this character (laughs) seventh planet you know but i will say like there's still like because we played when you know we got back to that like jared played a number of games uh because he heard us talking about it and when you don't have a codex that's kind of set up for the rules, they it's definitely tough. doesn't translate over as well. Yeah. So yeah, and that's kind of an issue, I think. The Games Workshop promised us, right? Right in eighth, it was like we're gonna release all these codexes, and they did. And then they came out with ninth. <laughs> and yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. like obviously that's the way it's always functioned, right? Dark Eldar players will tell you way back in the day they went like two editions before getting a codex. So like it's there's no good answer, but it definitely you can be on the inside of that trough instead of on the peak of the wave and it can suck. Yep. Yeah. The, the gray Knights did not translate very well. Their, their heroic deeds <laughs> do not, do not translate to the tabletop all that well. Yeah. You and um, Ari were even better against space Marines. Yeah. So, but anyway, moving on the last uh, point that, that you know i'd like to get across here today in this episode is what are we excited about in the near future um so trace what are you looking forward to in the next week 10 months two years <laughs> it's like i'm in an interview um <laughs> uh you know my my goal so I'll, I'll just say that i have particular goals for each game really um my goal for this year as a whole is to try and get all of my underworld's warbands painted 
Um, I know a guy. Yes. <laughs> painted by me. Oh, okay. Um, so that's that's like an overarching overarching goal. I, you know, I'm not beholden to that. If I can get to it, great. But I'm not going to stress about it. Um, and then getting a Nurgle Crusade Force painted up is another main goal for me. Things I'm looking forward to. And then just painting as many Marvel Crisis Protocols, many minis as I can in between. Um, I think, because they're just great, like, palette cleansers, because they're just a completely different style. Yeah. Um, and painting them in comic style is a really fun brain exercise for me. Um, so, uh, you know, things I'm looking forward to are just hopefully sooner rather than later playing more games. Um, I'd like for that to be the case. Um, you know, just seeing people, more people more often and, uh, something I am looking forward to is the new Bellicore model that's coming out. No. Oh my gosh, that thing looks awesome! I just noticed today that like even the ornaments draped from his wings are different. They different. The 40k and the they are the AOS. Yeah. That's yep. pretty cool. It's super cool. Um, so you know, of course, that sparks like the hobby ADD, and like you're just like, do I build a legion around Bellicore and stuff like that? So. <laughs> That's just the way my brain works. But um, I'll definitely insert him into my Slaves to Darkness army that I've already got a paint scheme kind of ironed out for. So, um, But yeah, so those are some, some goals. And then I'm looking forward to the the campaign book that's coming out too. The Rust, mm. Rust, the Rust and Iron or Rust and whatever book that's coming out for Crusade. Yeah, it's looking like, forward uh, to that. The Book of Rust. Book of Rust. Yep, and it was rusty something, rusty crusty, Rust, rusty book. It's. I've got a joke, and I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> it's the instrument I played in high school. Funnily enough, <laughs> I've got one. I literally have one right over here. No, we're good. We're good. All right, move on. <laughs> Jared, what are you looking forward to? In the near future. What are you most excited about? Um, gaming in person. The next time that happens. No, so... Um, okay. <laughs> barring anything unforeseen, I have landed pre-approved clearance for our fall trip for this year. Good. Um, so, Mountains of North Carolina... Um, it was tentative clearance last year that ended up getting removed just because life was crazy. Uh, but it is confirmed clearance for this year. Um, so um, looking forward to that and figuring out kind of what we're going to do there. Um, I uh, invested in the Monster Fight Club Metropolis Kickstarter, which is essentially city terrain. Um, so I will have a a nice amount of pre-painted marble crisis protocol terrain coming oh. to me at some point in the near future cool um for obvious reasons the production got delayed um i was supposed to have it by christmas but um as you can imagine with everything else um getting slowed down because of 
COVID, uh, their production also got slowed down, but uh, we got a, an update on in February um, of image of, of some of the buildings in production. Um, so it is happening. Um, so hopefully um, I'll get that and um, and that'll the be Metropolis set. Is that what you got? Metropolis. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the line. I don't remember which set I got uh, out of the Kickstarter, but the Metropolis line is the is the one that it, that it came with. But hopefully that'll motivate me to paint um, some Marvel Crisis Protocol miniatures. Um, and I don't know with my with the way my son is talking about Ultimate Alliance, it might be uh, oh. an opportunity to to introduce another miniatures game to him. I'd be like, you know how <laughs> you like to be Spider-Man in what if I told Ultimate you? Alliance? <laughs> nice. So, um, but 75% of us have gotten at least one vaccination shot. Um, and I, well, you're right. So at least one. So no, actually 50% of the people on this call are done with their vaccination shots. That's true. Because Danny was a one shot. Yep. One and done. Yep. One opportunity. Did he capture it? Yeah. Mom's spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Mom's spaghetti. Um, so hopefully I can figure out, uh, getting mine. And I think, once that's done, um, it'll be a lot easier, a lot more comfortable to gather together um, and play some games. So CD says we can do it. Yep. Get your shots. Shots, shots, shots. Shot, 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 shots. <laughs> All right, Danny, re- redeem your brethren. Pick the <laughs> thing that I thought everyone was going to say. But what are you most excited about in the near future other than us getting together and playing? There's a lot of pressure here. Uh, when it comes to us getting together to game, like you know me, I'm kind of a needy, needy little boy, and I, I, I just can't wait to have a game day where it's like the games don't matter. Yep. Like, yeah. like uh, the games are completely secondary, and like obviously that's the 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 heart and truth of whenever we get together. But I think sometimes that gets lost, and I think that first time that we all chill out and it's like. Just Jason's giving me all the directions of nods, sideways, north, south, <laughs> northeast, northwest. Um, but like, I think sometimes that can get lost, and I think it's just going to be really awesome to just kind of crack open a beer and yep. play something stupid, whether it's a game of Crisis Protocol or it's a game of Men at Work or a game of Parcheesi. Like, it's just going to be great. Um, I am still hopeful that there will be a nova this year which i know like we kind of have our own thing going on and like i assume that's flexible and contingent on a lot of things um but it'd be pretty incredible to to see that after the crazy year to kind of go back and have that happen and you know maybe i'm maybe i'm being foolish but i'm I'm still kind of hopeful on that um and then on a stupid level, I'm really excited for Scarlet Witch to have a miniature in Crisis Protocol because we sure. all watch the TV show and we're all amped <laughs> about it now. So yeah. uh, I will absolutely be buying that and painting it and, and being like, 
<laughs> and it's gonna be great uh so those are kind of the things uh that i am looking forward to and i'm guessing that none of those three things are what you were hoping for no they are all good like all good but i can't believe not one of you talked about warhammer Qu- quest cursed oh, oh I, gosh i know i'm i'm the stick in the mud on this one i'm not that psyched about it i'm not oh, we never to totally forgot about that <laughs> Like yeah, you gotta you gotta finish finish the first book before you start the second <laughs> book, guys. It's true. We I mean, I finish the Blackstone Fortress. Hey, I got it all. So as soon as as soon as we can meet, you know, on a regular basis, like I'm all for going through the Blackstone. But Chase, Trace and Trace's Jared are like still won't be way paid. into the cursed city. Like I just couldn't believe that that wasn't their thing. There's just too much stuff to remember. That's wow. right. <laughs> It does. Yeah. The models look incredible. For yeah, that. they're that's, so good. Yeah, they're super cool. I know that they're that they're getting a lot of flack on the internet, but like they're I love zombies. the zombies with the gravestones on oh, their yeah, backs. They're, they're super sweet. They're that's super cool. cool. As hell. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, totally Why do they like all a... have gravestones? That's so dumb. Because they crawled out of the grave. Yeah. Whatever. Like, I I don't I I, the, I don't. There's not a hero that I find inspiring yet. Like they're all great models, but there's not a single one that I look at and say, "Oh, that's the guy I want to play." The elf. Yeah. You know me in the pointy ears, (laughs) right (laughs) up my alley. (laughs) Of the of the ones that they've shown, I'm surprised you're not um, drawn to like the female fighter. Yeah, she's cool. It's her and the the vampire hunter Van Helsing guy with the like shotgun with the stakes is kind of cool. But like none of them have like there's something really weird in a good way of the model design on that game. Like there's something like you look at it and it's like, Oh, that's definitely a games workshop miniature or Citadel miniature. But yeah. like, there's also some weird shit. Like that guy with the beard that like goes down. Yeah. yeah. It's like, there's something there's, there's a different Avenue going there, which is exciting, but it's yeah. also kind of weird. That's the only here. I will play any hero, but that guy. So yeah. Weird guy. yeah. yeah. Can we just play, can we play our Blackstone heroes? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I think that, yeah. The crew would love it. Yeah. Be in there. Grubby person. So, all right. So to to finish this out, the thing that I'm most excited about in the you know the coming weeks, uh, other than the high potential that we can get returned to our small group playing, um, is the vampire um, warband that's coming out for Underworlds. That is a beautiful warband. Yeah, oh my gosh, it's like so sweet models just look amazing, uh, and really it's getting back to playing dire chasm like in our local meta like i know that is still a little further off be um because like there is something to be to be had to go and you know uh get outside the group's opinions on cards and having that conversation and work through decks and just just play like a game that i've missed locally for you know over a year um, so the prospect that those days may be coming back has me super, super amped. Plus I have a lot of stuff to give away. Like I have huh. like two war bands, a whole core set. Like we were, we were gearing up to do a lot of local events. So, um, anything that can get us back to that, uh, I am really, really looking forward to. And then I am, um, legitimately cannot wait for, you know, the Nova in the mountains. If, you know, Nova didn't happen uh, for all of us to get together and just spending a couple days, whether it's gaming, grilling, you know, fishing, Thinking. whatever it may be. Like, 
those those weekends away are so refreshing to me and and I'm well overdue for another one. So that's my kind of looking forward to. Uh, so with that, I mean that's our our questions for uh, this this week, this uh, long overdue six month uh, hiatus for the podcast. Um, but you know, as we close out the show, I do want to you know to remind everyone that we are very active on Discord. So please, you know, look us up on Facebook, uh, get that link to our, to our discord. Uh, you know, some of us are active in there four or five days a week. The other one pops in and makes special appearances. It's four or five days a year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but we do have a really like, I won't say super active community, but it is a very active community with painting and just a plethora of games. Uh, whether it's, you know, Marvel crisis protocol, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, 40k, like all there's someone posting something at least once a week from a painting standpoint, or a question about playing. So please, please come hang out with with us there. Um, you know, and then the other thing that I'll say is we, you know, we call this episode the the cryo sleep um, because we probably will be going dark for an extended period of time, uh, at least as a group. You may see episodes produced by. Uh, one or two of us, you know, going forward. Uh, but I think, you know, what we kind of drove home here today was that the four of us not being able to get together on a regular basis has really hindered uh, the activity in the hobby for us. Um, so we're just looking for that motivation to to get together and record because even tonight when we recorded this, we spent 45 minutes talking about you know, what we've done, what's going on in our, our lives, dogs, children, uh, you know, crises of HVAC units, <laughs> stuff like that, right? So, you know, a lot of our time that we do get to spend together is just catching up on our friendships. And, and hobby has always been second to us. It's what brought us together, um, but it's other things that keep us together. So when we don't post for a while or you don't see an episode – uh, from us, please know we're on Discord. Come hang out with us. Um, but it's time to uh, grow in that crowd sleep so the chest buster doesn't come out of me and destroy you all. So, uh, gentlemen, anything to add to that? No, sir. No. Hey, you said it all. What's there? What's there left to say? So for the Battle Mallet podcast, it's three dads and a tabletop board gamer. <laughs> I'm not a dad. <laughs> I'm uh, Jason Table Murray signing off. Trace Hyde, painter, father, also board gamer. Signing off. This is Jared Johnson, father now of three. Woo-hoo. <laughs> right? He did. Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in between those two is, is my reaction. Um, <laughs> signing off. This is Danny Clemens. <laughs> yes. Get the hell out of here, you trombone playing wannabe.
Battle Mallet podcast is protected under the Creative Commons license. If you have further questions as to its use, you can find more information via links on podcast.battle-mallet.com. Music by Anno Domini Beats. I think Sarah's like clipping off the end of it when I'm sleeping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>